Fox, after seven years, dozens of movie franchises, hundreds of movies watched, and thousands of listens, I am ending this tonight. This is the final episode of Here's Johnny's Reviews. For this, I have a very special guest, Phil from Spookhouse Podcast. Hey, Phil. Hey, man. It's, uh, it's an absolute honor to be here with you to yes. to end this thing for you 400 <laughs> episodes that's um that's a lot man i mean congratulations oh, yeah yeah i mean this was supposed to be a one year thing then i got hooked <laughs> so yeah. yeah so 400 podcasts my lord i mean seven years it's like oof. <laughs> wow so do you think you're gonna stop podcasting altogether like you're you're no. done done or it's no, no, just no. the end of this. It's the end of this, yeah. It's the end of a weekly podcast. I'm going to bring back my other podcast, uh, The Two Geeks Talk Movies, which is a fortnightly podcast. So, mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about launching another podcast. <laughs> wow. So, You're just again, asking for it. Yeah, again, not weekly because this is killer, by the way. I mean, doing upwards of seven podcasts a month you know i mean it's a killer so i should have upwards of yeah, nine podcasts I mean, I mean, yeah i mean not a lot of people think about if uh like i don't put out weekly episodes i used to to push myself to do that and it really became a grind mm, so like yes because you're either preparing for a podcast taking notes mm-hmm. recording or editing mm-hmm. or creating artwork for the Instagram or promoting the episode on Instagram. And before you know it, Oh, you got another episode coming up. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, like doing once a week, it can feel like, like a grind. Oh, good um, yeah. 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 But I mean, like, you know, not to be like sour grapes or whatever. I love my podcast and I love, you know, doing it, but I totally understand what you're saying you know, mm. doing that many that frequently. So Yeah. Yeah. I think in seven and a bit years I've only missed maybe five weeks in total. So <laughs> Oh, wow, that's great, man. Uh, the <laughs> grind great. Is, is unreal, my lord. I mean hmm. I'm hmm. about to hit um episode one hundred coming yes. up by the by the end of this year. And I there were times where I was like, I'm never gonna hit one hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but uh, yeah, things are looking good for my podcast now, and I, I have a, a co-host that is, you know, that's great, and we can just pump out content, and it's a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's one thing that somebody asked me that years ago: Why are you doing a solo podcast? Because every time I tried to get a co-host, they were unreliable, and they fucked me around. So I was like, bollocks, I'll do it myself. I mean, because who else can you rely on but yourself, basically? So that's why I do my own, and I've got the odd guest here and there. So it's not. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's hard, like just uh, me and Doug, like just lining up our work schedules. It's like, mm. okay, well, I'm free to record for the next few nights, but he's working each night, and sometimes mm. it's just impossible to pick a day to record. Um, yeah. So, so there's that as well. Yeah, that's very true. That's very, very true. 
So let's get on to this thing, because I quickly got through this better, frankly. And <laughs> uh, this, we're looking at the Stoner comedy, This Is The End, God help me, starring James Franco, Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, Danny McBride, and I'll talk about him, mm, God, uh, where am I now, uh, Michael Sierra and Jay Barshall, what was his name? Jay Barshall, I think. Yeah, Barshall, whatever his name is, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a stoner comedy. I mean, I'm surprised Bloody Jane still had Bob to make a cameo on this because these are all ho- notorious Hollywood stoners, you know. I mean, it's like you've got uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco, notorious stoners. I mean, what was that movie they done? Pineapple Express? Yeah. Terrible movie. I mean, honest to God. Oh, you didn't like that one? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Um, I'm actually surprised Buddy Chichen Chong didn't pop up in this one either. I mean, the amount of cameos, yeah. I think, is ridiculous. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Oh, my I, God. Um, so let me ask you this. Do you... So one thing I thought about when I was watching this movie is, like, man, the the golden era of comedy movies is dead. Mm. Like, yes. there's no good comedies coming out. Like, regardless of what you thought about, like, personally, I love The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Mm. I like Wedding Crashers. Uh, I, I kind of like Pineapple Express. It's not a favorite, but, like, those types of movies don't mm. happen anymore. That's it's like... True. Like, where the fuck are they? Is nobody putting out comedies anymore? I think studios are too terrified of the backlash. If it's too on the nose, it's too on the button sort of thing. Oh my God, we can't do that because it's too controversial. So I think that's why comedy is now dead. Unless it's... Yeah, that could have something to do with it. Um, But yeah, like uh, a lot of those guys, like a lot of the people in this movie, like Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, like, you know... Yeah, super bad was like 2007, but they haven't. There's none of those movies coming out now. No, you know? that's very true. That's very true. I mean, I won't say, but straight off the bat, I am not a fan of stoner comedies at all. I mean, I just think the uh, the humor is all about oh, let's get stoned, let's do weed, and let's do this and let's do that and do stupid stuff, and it's like yeah, that's not funny. I mean, it's just you're just being a dick, frankly. <laughs> I, I I don't like that at all. I mean, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, um, like I don't smoke weed anymore. I used to smoke a lot when I was younger, but like, I like the whole joke of "Hey, dude, I'm high." That's the joke. Like, that's not funny to me. Mm. Um, yeah. but I don't know. The, uh, there were some of those movies, like the Forty Year Old Virgin. Like, I fucking love that movie, and I watch it probably a few times a year mm, um okay, okay. but <laughs> is that a stoner comedy but because i thought it was just a comedy not a stoner comedy yeah yeah that's maybe that's why i like it so much it's not a stoner comedy mm, yeah mm. yeah i mean like i say i do love a good comedy but it's, again it's a stoner comedy specific i cannot stand like um yeah what's the modern day chichin chong uh oh What's that one where they go to White Castle and Malarkey and Harold and Kumar? Uh, Hard and Kumar. The ones I can't stand. I've watched all of them, including their Christmas yeah. special. Fucking I terrible. do like I do like the first one for what it is. Mm. Like uh, with a lot of these, a lot of these types of comedies, you just kind of have to like turn your brain 
off, leave yes. it at the door, and just it just watch it for what it is. I guess yes. like don't expect having your mind blown by some incredible story. But, but yeah, I agree. Like uh, the stoner centric storylines are not my favorite. Mm, so yeah. why'd you pick this movie then? Because we were supposed to do John Dies at the End. Yes, I was going to, about to say that actually. Uh, the reason why I picked this one is because I googled the end movies and uh-huh. the other movies I've done I've already covered. So it was either this or John Dies at the End. And I could not for the life of me find John Dies at the End until uh, Monday. It was on Shudder and I watched it on Monday. And I went, oh my God, I've got down here John dies at the end. It's like supernatural reject script mixed with the Matrix, stoner comedy on acid, but worse. You know. Oh man, I love that movie. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, was I was hoping going... that you would. I was hoping that you would like it. It is perfect for this podcast. Your name is Johnny. John dies at the end. Yes, but yes, uh, I mean, uh, hey, it's yeah, your podcast, yeah. so I was like, okay. Yeah. I said I was going to give it a try for the first twenty minutes, but towards the end, I went, oh, this doesn't work. It's not funny it's not scary there's nothing much into it and the whole future people come back to the past and the whole i'm like mm-hmm. uh, yeah it doesn't work no yeah, i'm sorry i, I kind of enjoyed it i thought it was like um evil dead on acid or something mm. or like mixed with donnie darko or something like i i don't know I, I appreciated that it was just like weird as fuck and like had some cool practical effects but mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I get it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was from the what's his name, Phantasm guy. What's his name? Uh, yeah. Oh, um, name? Oh, oh, my mind's went uh, blank. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, it's driving me crazy. Yeah, same dude that did uh, uh, Phantasm. Shit, it'll come to me. Hmm. Mm. I, I will say, for this cast, I can't stand half of this cast. James Franco is a slimy bastard, frankly. <laughs> Seth Rogen is painfully unfunny, and Danny McBride can't write for shit. What he did to the Halloween franchise is totally unforgivable, in my eyes. I mean... Oh, hey, you're preaching to the choir. And by the and way, Don, Don Coscarelli. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Guy, guy from John Does at the End and Phantasm. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, and as for Jonah Hill, he is in nothing I like at all. I mean, I'm going... Is he anything I like? And I was thinking back, and I went, no. He plays the exact same character. A stoner, basically. I mean, same as, as um, uh, Seth Rogen. He, all he plays is a fat stoner. And that's it. I'm like, is that your one, one-trick pony, basically? So... <laughs> Have hmm. you seen the trailer for this new Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy comedy? It's coming out on Netflix next month. The trailer no. just came out like a few days ago. It's so awkward. Like it's, oh dear. Uh, well, you'll just have to watch it later. But like the trailer for it is like, is this a real movie? Like they're actually putting this out. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But anyways. <laughs> well, especially I canceled Netflix on Halloween night because Netflix is utter trash, frankly. So I canceled Netflix. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, when I heard Netflix is doing uh, Bivolus Cop 4, I'm like, no, no and no. I mean, the, the third one was the death nail, so why bring it back like 20 years, 30 years even after that one? What's the point of bringing back Bivolus Cop? 
Yeah, um, I still have Netflix, but yeah, they they definitely put out some questionable shit. Mm. Um, I don't know. Their uh, murder documentaries are pretty good though. Like they, they they come out with like some pretty good shit, but you know, for yeah. as cheap as it is, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll keep it around. Yeah, okay, okay. Right, so I'm gonna ask, since this is a quote unquote party movie, what is the wildest party you've been to? <laughs> <laughs> the wildest party. Oh man. Um probably Probably there's not like one specific party, but I used to go to a lot of just house party kegger, like just college getting drunk as shit kind of parties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, I don't have like any like one specific party that I went to, but I've been to many, many house parties back in okay. the day where. Me and my friends just got rowdy as shit and drank <laughs> way too much. And um, mm, thankfully, mm. I've never been like, I don't know, arrested or woke up in a ditch somewhere. There was one night where I was I walked downtown. I was drinking, just got fucked up and I was walking back home and somehow I fell into a bush and lost my wallet, which Ooh. had like 400 bucks in it. Oh, <laughs> so I lost like my driver's license, a bunch oh, of money. Uh, so yeah, I've I've had some nights like that. But how oh, about you? God. Oh my god! Right, so back in the early two thousands, I want to say one or two, I was a uh, a college friend of a friend's dorm room sort of thing. It was more like a like a house sort of thing they rented, and. The party got out of hand real quick and somebody came in fucked out of their mind on whatever drugs were on and they threw the stereo out the window closely followed by the tv closely followed by the sofa (laughs) so i was like oh i'm out of here ta-ta and shortly after i left uh somebody od's in the toilet (laughs) i mean this is ridiculous somebody was raped in a bedroom i was like okay then and another guy had an epileptic fit in the kitchen. So, yeah. I mean, I get the fuck out of there as soon as the guy was throwing food around the place, the, the, the original uh, stone guy. I was like, fuck this, this is going to go into complete nightmare territory. And when he threw the speaker out the window, I was out of there. I was like, fuck this, I'm not hanging around. This, this guy's a nutbag. So, yeah. So that's the wildest thing I've been to when he threw a sofa out the fucking window. <laughs> I mean, how the Fuck you pick up a sofa and lob it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah, god. That's crazy. I'm sure I have like plenty of other stories that I'll I'll think of later after this is over. <laughs> but mm. Mm. Oh yeah. my god. So what is your favorite stoner comedy? Stoner comedy. Oh, um, actually, scratch that. What is your favorite comedy? My favorite comedy. I have to say, like, The 40-Year-Old Virgin is up there for me. Uh, That's one of those movies that me and a friend of mine just quote that we've been quoting for, like, almost 20 years now. Um, Ooh. uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a really good comedy. Oh, my God. Um, Man. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, there's, like, different... um, 
eras of comedies. So like I grew mm-hmm. up watching a lot of the uh, like just Adam Sandler shit, like Happy Gilmore oh, and stuff like that. Ace Ventura. Oh, I love how you just you just hate everything I love. <laughs> oh no 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 no. Ace Ventura had its time in the nineties because uh, yeah. it was the fucking Jim kind of was the nineties in essence. So hmm. Um, yeah. Well, Adam Sandler, he's a, uh, you know, give it or take it sort of person. But sure. if, I, if you like it fair enough, I mean, it's not for me to judge. I mean, I'm not yeah. judged during the executioner or something. But for hey, me, right. one of my ultimate guilty pleasure movies and nostalgia movies are the American Pie first trilogy. Hey, I, mean, I like American Pie. Yes. I, specifically God. the first one i'm surprised you said that like you hate those movies but you like american pie but <laughs> i mean i saw uh the first american pie half drunk in the cinema with all my college mates and we loved it and we just could not stop laughing for the entire movie I mean, that's a good movie yeah uh, so let's just say 20 something year old john was a complete utter lush and he was a fucking dumb as a bag of rocks basically <laughs> yeah um, by the way like you could never get away with that movie these days I oh mean, could you imagine oh my lord oh man yeah um i don't know if you've have you ever seen the movie just friends uh right, with ryan right? with ryan reynolds and anna ferris uh, like yes, a, i think so okay so me and Doug, we fucking love that movie, and we're going to cover it this month for a Christmas episode. It's obviously not a horror movie, but we're like, we don't give a shit. We love this movie, <laughs> and we're going to cover it, so we're going to do it. And if people don't want to tune in, that's fine, but we're going to yeah. do it. Yeah. I mean, it's your bloody podcast. You want to do comedies. Do comedies. It doesn't have to be necessarily be horror 24-7. This is why I diversed from horror to everything apart from chick flicks <laughs> yeah know, um i mean i've done sci-fi i've done comedies i've done horrors i've done dramas i've done time travel stuff i've done yeah. pretty much everything apart from chick flicks because i can't stand yeah. chick flicks <laughs> yeah i mean like we both you know you and i we both love horror movies but mm-hmm. you know we love other stuff as well and yes. sometimes it's fun to just talk about different stuff like yes. our last episode we just talked about it was a music episode and we just mm-hmm you know talked about shit we grew up listening to so it's it's nice to like take little breaks here and there so yeah 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 i actually listened to that one and i was getting flashbacks to my college days when we were in all these heavy metal bars and heavy metal dance halls i was like what the fuck oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a fan of heavy metal i'm more rock than heavy metal okay you know or new metal as it was called i'm not a fan of of new metal at all so i'm more of a rock person but eh. but anyway let's get back to this this movie because so this is what i don't get the budget i think is supposed to be between 32 and 42 million dollars where did the where did the money go by the way because it wasn't in a fucking cgi I do have to say, when I was re-watching it this morning, like, there was some rough CGI in the movie. Hmm. You know, there was like, yes. okay, they're clearly in front of a green screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I guess a lot of the budget went to paying all the uh, celebrity cameos. No, apparently everybody done it as a favor or was hugely um, budget, budgeted, uh, sliced uh, paycheck-wise. 
So again, where did the money go? <laughs> Even Rihanna? I think she was a favor for somebody. Really? Well, yeah. I guess maybe she wasn't like as big as she is now, but I don't know. Well, to be fair, what has Rihanna done movie-wise? Battleship? I mean... <laughs> oh, yeah. Which Jesus. I never watched. Oh, don't. Yeah. Oh, my Lord, it's terrible. Anyway, so this thing pulled in an incredible $126 million. How the fuck did this pull in $126 Well, I don't know. Like, I remember when this movie came out, I did enjoy it. I mean, there are some very funny moments in this movie, um when i was re-watching it today like by the end of it i was just a little bit over it um yeah i don't know but like you got to remember this was 2013 so like the this was kind of the tail end of the uh, uh the golden era if you will of comedies you know all the seth mm. rogan and jonah hill and all that kind of stuff so that was still hot, I guess. So maybe that's why it uh, did so well. That's I that's don't know. True. That's very true. So let's see. So the cast, as I said earlier, James Franco, Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen, Jay Bertrand, what's his fucking name? Danny McBride, Michael Sierra, Craig Robinson, Emma Watson, Christopher Mintz Platz, and Rihanna. <laughs> Directed by Ewan Goldberg and Seth Rogen. That's a bad idea, having your star writer and director. Ooh, <laughs> never a good sign. <clears throat> so, the plot. The world comes to an end as six Hollywood celebrities party on. The end. <laughs> First up, my main problem with this movie is Seth Rogen and Ewan Goldberg is two lazy named fucking characters. They have the actors playing themselves. And mm-hmm. I hate it when celebrities play themselves or a version of themselves, what they think the public image is. And it doesn't work. Like, James yeah. Franco, oh, he's an artist, is he? Fuck, he's a perv. <laughs> <laughs> well, now the yeah, now we know. Um, mm. Yeah, this was way before all that shit came out about James Franco, which mm. is, it, it's a shame because... I enjoyed a lot of James Franco's movies. I thought that he had some comedic talent, but um, mm. watching this now, I just can't help but think about some of that stuff while I'm mm. watching it. Oh my God. I mean, I watched his uh, version of The Making of the Room. And oh, yeah. That thing is, oh, torture, shall we say? I mean, it's like, I get the fact you're trying to play the guy that's in the room, which I can't remember the, guy, the guy's name off the top of my head, but it's like, no, because the, if you want to know, I mean, have you seen the room? Uh, um, Yeah, I have. Uh, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, Wiseau, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Who's a complete yeah. fucking nutbag, frankly. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I watched that a couple of years ago going, oh my God, let's see this thing, the worst movie of all time. Far from it. I mean, I've seen worst movies doing this fucking podcast. <laughs> or do my other podcast. Yeah. Um, this yeah, is, I mean, the, the room is pretty bad, though, but, like, it has a, a charm to it, I guess. Mm, mm, that's very true. I mean, it does have charms to it, but the worst movie ever made, no. No. I mean, I can think oh, of it. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, so the other thing I don't like about this or not is Seth Rogen's voice. He always sounds like he's trying to clear his throat, 
and that drives me nuts, especially when he starts to laugh. It's like, <laughs> clear your throat or something like that. Which is, uh, and he always plays the same character, a fat stoner who has shit put upon him, but he's ultimately a douchebag. He doesn't care. I mean, yeah, um, movie. yeah, but at the beginning of the movie, when they're in the airport, um, there is that scene where like the TMZ guys mm-hmm. with the camera and he's like, so Seth Rogen, like you play the same character in every movie. You ever going to like branch out and do something different? Mm-hmm. So like, I guess that's kind of cool that he's at least self-aware well, enough to like, you know, let that be in the movie. Yeah, 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 that's very true. That's very. I mean, he's not one of these pretentious douchebags that think, oh, no, 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 my shit don't stink sort of stuff. He knows that people think all your plays is the same character. For that, he gets a teeny bit of prop, <laughs> you know. But Yeah, and I, I guess he has um, branched out since then, right? Like, I can't um, recall any movies off the top of my head that he's done, but I think he has done, like, some dramatic type of stuff or like showed off a little bit of range other than being like the (laughs) stoner guy you know (laughs) yeah 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 that's very true oh yes and this thing is based off a 10 minute short from 2007 called jay and seth versus the apocalypse which i couldn't find to watch this thing so god knows what it's about um and this is where the german idea came from so they expanded into almost two fucking hours that's the other thing about this movie. It's too long. It should be 90 minutes done. Not it is a long two movie. Hours. Yeah, it is long. I mean, um, so like, as you says, Seth Rogen was at the airport and a TMZ guy harasses him saying, you play the same character, you're a one-trick pony. And he's there to pick up Jay uh, Burchill. And these two idiots spend, what was it, five minutes uh, fighting over how many times to shit a day. I was like, Dangerously hovering over the stop button, going, Oh, this isn't working. They're fighting over, what was it? Uh, over the shits, and they're fighting over uh, uh, Milky Way. Well, that's later on. Um, they're fighting yeah. over gluten, saying, like, Oh, gluten's in water. I was like, Oh, dear mm-hmm. God. And then they go to a burger joint and have $20 off of burgers each. I'm going, but you're fighting about gluten and saying, oh, I don't eat gluten. I've got this diet stuff, and da 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 da, and I want to cleanse, but I, I still take my weed and I'm. But then they go to a burger joint and have twenty dollars of burgers each. Uh, no, that's not funny. That's just desperate. <laughs> but mm. I mean, I've got in here. I find that one funny. This movie's for you. <laughs> but for me, no, no, no. This doesn't work. This whole idiot stoner's going. What's gluten? Oh, I don't know. It's in water. Uh, doesn't work. <laughs> I must have missed that part. I don't know. I love the fact how the product placement in this movie is ridiculous. There's like Carl's Jr. Burgers. They're drinking, uh, what was it, Bud Lights and various other beers. There's Milky Ways and there's various mm-hmm. other stuff. It's all shown to camera. I'm like, really? So. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit of the uh, Adam Sandler world coming out because, mm. man... His movies have, like, just blatant advertising in them. Oh, my God. I was thinking, yeah. is this Wayne's World? I mean, product placement, <laughs> dude. It's like, for God's sake. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, well, at least Wayne's World, like, the joke was that there's mm-hmm. product placement yes. now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Same Do you like said. Wayne's World? Yes, yes. I must have seen that about, God, ten times or so. 
Um, even a fan of the second one, even though it's a bit of a black sheep. Yeah, I, I love the second one. I mm. love both of those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people say, oh my God, you must hate everything, therefore you does it. No, I just don't like certain things, and I just pick on them. So, <laughs> I mean, that's just me. Some will say, so they go back to Seth Rogen's house, and here he shows Jay their weekend plans, i.e. a fuck ton of weed, video games, booze, and girls. Okay then. I've got in here 3D TV. What a shitty fad that was. Did you ah, yeah, yeah. I remember when that was supposed to be a thing. But mm. the same as uh, 3D movies. Remember oh, like yes. when every movie mm-hmm. from like 2008 to 2013 was always like 3D. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, sadly we had the 3D TV and I'm sitting at the 3D Blu-ray player right now, which doesn't fucking work. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 3D was utter shit. All it does was give you eye strain yeah. and headaches. I mean, yeah, I could, I could never get into it. And speaking of, do you give a shit about Avatar? About this no. Avatar movie? No, I don't know okay. if I should have the first one. <laughs> the mean? one movie I've only walked out of the theater halfway through one movie, and that was Avatar. Oh my lord! Like I stepped out. I, I smoked cigarettes at the time. This was like ten years ago, and me and my ex-girlfriend. And at the time, we both stepped out, smoke a cigarette, and we just kind of looked at each other. It's like an hour into the movie, and we're like, do you like this movie? I was like, no. (laughs) I don't give a shit to finish this movie. So we just left. Mm. We didn't Mm. even walk back in. It was so bad. So, like, the fact that everybody's hyped about this Avatar 2, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't care, frankly. I mean, I think I've watched it all. bombs. Mm. Mm. Well, actually, because it has to be about, what is it? At minimum two billion dollars for it breaks even. It's like, oh, you've got to be fucking shitting me. That is ridiculous. I mean, uh, I don't know. Just... Worldwide, I guess it could do that. Like once it hits like China and all these other countries, but mm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You've got I can't name people. a single. I can't name a single person that gives a shit about Avatar. Like nobody talks about it. Nobody oh. mentions it. It's like, mm. who cares about this movie? But sorry. I'm... No, no, it's fine. fine. <laughs> I mean, for, for me, I've walked out of about five movies in my time. Most notoriously was Casino Royale, because I can't stand Casino Royale. It's, it's too... Oh, I'm changing the whole facade of Bond to suit my acting skills and to suit my skills. And, suit, and it's like, fuck off. <laughs> you know, I, I just... Hmm. Like I never that. saw that. But... Oh, oh, well. And the other one I walked out on was, oh, what the hell was that thing called? Some crappy 80s horror. Um, what the hell was that called? Was it Freak something? About the freak show guy in the uh, fairgrounds sort of thing, and he's under, it's a sort of two-faced monster sort of thing. I can't remember uh, the life of that is called. Is that like a mainstream movie? Uh, no, it's... Oh my god, I can't make oh, my mind's completely blank. Yeah. I'll come back to me later. <laughs> but yeah, Funhouse? Uh, yes, Funhouse, yes. I Wait, you didn't like that. Funhouse? No, because uh, what, what happened was it was Halloween Funhouse night. Funhouse is great. <laughs> no, what happened Toby was, Hooper, what, man. Yes, I know it's Toby Hooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what happened was it was Halloween night and they were showing three other movies and the people in the place were quite rowdy. 
and they were getting right on my nerves. I was like, fuck this, just walk out, and we walked out. So, yeah, because well, they showed, um, oh, what's that called? Brain damage, the one with the um, talking uh, yeah, pepper brain damage is, uh, That's a great movie. I love that mm. movie. Yeah, and they yeah. showed uh, Basket Case, which is nice. ridiculous. I mean, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I say, I I was had enough of that. I was like, fuck this, I've enough of this. I'm walking out, so we walked out, and that was it. Hey, but it wasn't. Enough. So So after a montage of these two playing PlayStation Three and getting stoned, uh, Seth wants to take Jay to James Franco's house for a housewarming because apparently he's built this gigantic mansion, which is Karen. And Jay says no because he flew from Chicago to LA to be with with. Seth, not, not Franco, because you can't stand James Franco. So Seth then rusts off the rest of the cast, Jonah Hill, Craig Robertson, and Seth says he won't leave Jay's side. Yeah, bullshit, I've heard that many a time. Oh, come out for a night out, we'll, we'll not leave your side. As soon as I get to the place, they disappear, and it's like, you mother... <laughs> oh, that's, one, that's one of my pet peeves. Oh, let's go for a night out, and I'll, I'll not leave your side. Then you get one drink, and they piss off, and it's like, gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we've all been there mm. i've got in here we've got down here are these the real houses of the actors i mean i know franco's house is a set but is that actual seth rogan's house or is that a hired house i have no idea i i mean i'm guessing it's a set but i don't know okay then. okay so they arrive at james franco's house and it is bouncing with about what 2,000 people? <laughs> I mean, that is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like that. He's a pretentious twat banging about his, quote, art. Uh, and I know for a fact he'd done all the paintings in that house because he's a, quote, artist. And I'm going, really? Freaks and Geeks? I mean, oh, jeez. Have you seen Freaks and Geeks? Um, yeah, I've seen, like, uh, maybe four or five episodes. I never finished all of them but um yeah it was okay i'm not like a a rabid fan of freaks and geeks or anything okay okay so in a corner michael sierra is doing coke as uh, mindy carling eyes him up saying he's a skinny twink with a large dick and she wants to ride it all night i'm going oh dear god he then hits on (laughs) rihanna who then slaps him across the face and apparently these were real slaps and this was like 18 takes in. So she slapped him because of the job yeah. out 18 times, I'm guessing. And I've got to see here. Yeah, I did hear that. Like, those are, when I when I watch it now, I'm like, yeah, that's a real slap. So yes. Yes, kudos yes. Kudos to her. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently like the, he was doing the, oh, and Shame it wasn't Chris Brown she was slapping, right? <laughs> well, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. Hey. Um, move on softly. <laughs> <laughs> uh so up walks yeah, jonah Chris yeah. Brown. yeah yeah exactly yes yes nothing worse than a bloody wife beater for crying out oh, you know what I mean? mm. yeah for real oh dear oh dear and he's got a comeback coming up soon it's like oh fuck off he's a fucking mm. um i'm not a fan of him either so mm. so as i said so Joan, jonah hill walks up to talk about what else weed because they're all stoners yay hilarity and shoes <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny like how awkwardly he's like weed is tight weed is tight 
that's kind of funny okay just like so you know like there are moments in this movie i find funny (laughs) so so i'm gonna be the guy that uh sort of defends the movie and you can just (laughs) shit on it so i'll just like we'll bounce off each other i mean i love the fact how he goes i've rescued a dog but it doesn't bark it screams i was going oh for really (laughs) uh and uh, the all the talk about is more and more drugs i'm going jesus christ as um kevin hart is talking to joe uh, jason siegel about being quote mm-hmm. stereotyped i'm going who wrote this script was this actually written down or is this all ad-libbed on a set because i know they say like 70 percent of this movie was ad-libbed so uh, what was that obviously this whole uh, conversation was ad-libbed because it's just uh dear oh dear so outside, uh, Jay meets Craig Robertson and Emma Watson. Barry, who the hell is Craig Robertson? Uh, he's from The Office. Uh, you ever watch The Office? Like no. the US version? No, or the British version. <laughs> oh, can't, okay. Can't stand Ricky yeah, Gervais. Uh, so. um, I, I do love the US version of The Office. I've seen every episode like several times. Or not the later seasons, but... Uh, yeah, he's he's funny in that, but uh, he's not very funny in this movie. And, and no. that whole scene where the whole take your panties off, mm. yeah, it, it just it it seemed like he tried to like create a catchphrase that he thought was going to catch on, mm-hmm. and it was going to mm-hmm. be like this social phenomenon, you know, like everybody's yeah. talking saying take your panties off, but, yeah, but it just it- never caught on because it's not that funny. No. And a little not. creepy. And um, what's with the <laughs> towel thing over his shoulder constantly? I don't got that. I was like, what is with a towel? He's constantly walking around with a towel on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. Going. Yeah, I, I did notice <laughs> that. It had, like, his name embroidered on it. Yes. Yeah, it's Mr. Like, Robinson. Was he also trying to... Yeah, was he trying to, like, create this new fad as well? Oh, God I don't know. know. So the rag on Jay because he hates Los Angeles and he calls him a hipster. Why? Because he can't stand pretentious Hollywood and pretentious Los Angeles. I mean, eh. And he then goes, so what happened to you? And I was going, exactly, what happened to you, love? You turned into a pretentious little bitch and this guy I never heard of, so eh. I got down here, did they get sucked up their own arses? Because what was the last thing she did? Was it Harry Potter? Uh, what the hell that oh, um... Honestly, I've never watched a Harry Potter movie. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, not because I'm, like, too cool to watch Harry Potter. It's just one of those things that, like, doesn't appeal to me <laughs> or never has. So I just I just never watched it. But mm. I don't know what she's been in. Mm. I mean, I know she's... Apparently, a, she's a big deal, though. Yes, I know she's an ambassador for, uh, I guess, UNICEF, and she's an ambassador for feminine... Uh, feminist power and all this stuff and feminist rights which is fair enough but apparently she's a bit too potential for her own good so mm. let's move on swiftly so out so it just cuts out of a habits move also it just cuts from one scene to the next scene there's no like lead-in sort of scene uh to seth and james franco talking about pineapple express 2 and how they have script ideas and i'm going okay then and well uh, I got down here. Have you seen Pineapple Express? So you have already answered that one. So that's the point. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Um, so outside, 
Sierra blows coke in Christopher Mint Plaza's face. I've got to say, I feel like a fucking idiot rattling off all these names. It's like, we get it, you've got celebrity mates. I mean, this feels like a circle jerk. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, like, a little mm. bit. <clears throat> I should, I've got to down here. This thing feels like a circle jerk wank fest as they're all huffing their own farce. I mean, we get it, you've got celebrity mates. I mean, uh, dear God. So out of nowhere, Craig Hobson. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at your hatred for this movie. Uh, I didn't uh, think you were going to hate it this much. It's great. Oh, sorry, but it's just, oh, look at my celebrity friends. There's this, 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 and like, I'm, aren't we so fabulous? We can do, oh, fuck off, you pretentious fucking twat. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, wept. it's like, no, 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 no. Especially later on when they're going, what was it? Um, you've got a rapey vibe and uh-huh. what's her face emma what the hell emma watson, watson yeah. whacks him in the face with the the axe i'm going she wasn't running her way and cleaned his head clean off better so out of nowhere craig robson sings take your panties off i'm going is this supposed to be funny is this supposed to be a thing because it's not yeah. and it's creepy as fuck yeah like i said he was trying to create like some new slogan that people were gonna say but it just mm. never happened it was just kind of weird mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 so with that jay walks off and that would be me by the way i'd be out of there oh back, yeah, yeah. Back, back to my house have a few beers and watch some crappy b movies <laughs> and i said <laughs> fuck all this pretentious crap it's like oh balls to that I was going to hear, this feels like a bad sketch comedy. It feels like TikTok shorts stitched together. It doesn't feel like it's a cohesive script idea. I mean, I don't know. What would you say about this thing? I mean, because for me, we're what? We're 10 minutes, 15 minutes in, and there's no through thread. It's basically, let's go to a party. Let's talk about weed. Let's mm-hmm. sing a song about rape? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Oh, like, what do I think, like, up to this point? Mm. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I did enjoy it a lot more 10 years ago. But when I was watching it today, the, it does feel a bit thrown together. Like, oh, okay, well, let's let the uh, the weight of our amazing personalities <laughs> carry this story. And oftentimes it doesn't. It, um, but I don't know. Like I guess it's there's not many movies where the plot is these real celebrities are hanging out at a party. So how do you write that? You hmm. know, I don't know. Like when I watched it today, um, I was way less impressed by it than when I was ten years ago. That's not to say there's not some funny moments in it which i'm sure we'll get to mm, yeah yes um, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah yeah i've got down here michael sierra in a toilet getting a round job and bull job at the same time or drinking a capri sun who hasn't done that i mean mm. hey i mean <laughs> hats off to him i mean it sounds like a good night you know yeah like, well yeah. that's like capri sun we'll <laughs> get the party started <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, like I said, who hasn't, who hasn't had a fucking blowjob by getting a rum job while knocking back some cheap uh, orange flavored drink, you know? So hmm. moving yeah. on swiftly, uh, Jay goes to get cigarettes and takes Seth with him as they argue whether or not Jonah is an asshole. 
They then talk about the Sierra's butthole, which made me laugh. I went, oh, for really? I think it's a cute little pretty butthole, and it's so pink and blinky. I'm like, oh, for fuck. Okay, that made me laugh. I was going, oh, dear, oh dear. <laughs> so they get the munchies and head to a civil living, as you do. And the rapture hits as people get taken up to heaven, UFO style. Uh, yeah. All hell breaks loose, literally, as they have to run back to Franco's house. I've got to say, is this where the money went? By the way, this whole multiple cars exploding and people getting sucked into the sky and such. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess the uh, the visual effects of this part with the people getting sucked up into the sky looked fine, mm. I guess. A lot of the shit, like um, a lot of the obvious green screen stuff oh yes yes did not hold up well like whenever they're like outside and it's there's flames everywhere it's like they just mm. look like they're on a fucking stage in front of a green screen you know yeah but like everything up to this point with the windows exploding and the convenience store and everybody getting sucked up as far as like visual effects it looked fine i guess mm. yeah you know? yeah that's very true that's very true I mean, like I, said, I watched uh, behind-the-scenes stuff on YouTube. I watched outtakes on YouTube, and it's all green screen. Most of it is all green screen. I'm going... Oh, I bet. Oh, my God. Like, the sinkhole stuff is all... Also, that's green screen. Um, but there's, like, a fake uh, sinkhole, and I've got, like, one of the guys hanging on for fingertips going, help me! And you've got Clear Robinson running back and forth going, you're a fucking asshole, you're a... Pr-. And I'm trying to stand these fingers, and I'm going, oh, my God. <laughs> Dear, oh dear. So they would head back to the party because of course none of these fucking people are going to heaven. Jade tells the stoners what he saw, i.e. people being pulled up into the sky via blue light. Of course, Seth throws him under the bloody bus because he's that type of person that as soon as he finds the room changing, he goes with the the crowd sort of thing and says, no, 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 mm-hmm. I saw this and I saw this and I saw this. I can't stand people like that. Just turn on a dime. Yeah. They're such a Two-faced sons of a bitches. Yeah. I just can't stand that. So another earthquake hits, and this causes utter panic in the house, so everyone runs outside to see Hollywood in flames. And it's shitty CGI fire effects. It's like, <laughs> bloody hell. Up runs um, Stephen Paul Rudd. <laughs> hey, look. Say what you want about this movie, but anytime Paul Rudd shows up, I'm I'm happy. I love Paul Rudd in everything. And I love the mm. fact you said Stephen Paul Rudd as in <laughs> Halloween 6, Stephen Paul Rudd. Yeah, so um, I've listened to your podcast when I went to Oh, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, oh. his cameo is hilarious. He should have been a main character in this movie. I yes. Mean. Yes, he should have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the fact he's carrying a huge bottle of champagne and he just runs up and goes, ah, and panics and just runs off. Yeah. What? <laughs> What's the point of... Oh, dear God. I I defy anybody to hate Paul Rudd. I don't think there's anybody that does. He's just, you know, Mm. a likable guy. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Very, very true. So hell opens up, literally, and kills Michael Sierra with a lamppost. I'm going to hear, thank the Lord, I can't stand him. As this is happening, half the party gets sucked into hell via a massive sinkhole, which I love that one. And with that, the rest run back inside Franco's house. And I'm going, so you've got, what, about 50 celebrity cameos in this thing, and they all die 
instantly by falling down a hole. <laughs> I was like, that's a bad way of writing out your celebrity friends. I mean, hmm. I mean, I've got down here half of the world's most annoying <clears throat> comedians fall into the into hell, including Kevin Hart, uh, who I think is painfully unfunny. I mean, he's got two things for him. He's short and he's a friend of The Rock. That's, <laughs> That's his entire shtick. Yeah, he's um kind of wore out his welcome at this point. Like, he mm-hmm. kind of plays the same guy in everything. Mm-hmm. And um, for some reason, a couple weeks ago, I decided to watch this new movie that he's in with Mark Wahlberg. It's on Netflix. It's called Me Time, I think. But it's a it's really bad, like mm. just a bad comedy. But he was great in the Forty Year Old Virgin, that cameo that he had. Um, but yeah, I'm glad he wasn't a main character in this. No, that's very true. Um, so somehow Jay climbs out of the hellhole after Jonah Hill pushes him in to save his fat ass. So once inside, <laughs> this leaves him, Franco, Hill, Robertson, and Rogan to freak that fuck out as you would and if it wasn't for this podcast i would have pressed stopped and never look back because my finger was like caressing the stop button going you know going should i stop this and just say i couldn't find it and go back to john dice at the end but (laughs) no no i've got down here this feels like a bad tiktok short about hollywood stoners uh, loving the smell of their own farts will wank each other off. I mean, I'm going, this is not funny watching these idiots act like fucking man babies or man children, even talking about, oh, weed and, and coming everywhere and porn mags and art. And I'm going, yeah, oh, uh, dear. Even though I, I do think the, uh, the Danny McBride scene with the magazine, he's like, who cut. Co- who cubbed on my magazine? He's like, I did, Franco. <laughs> I can't help it. That's a funny scene. <laughs> like, okay, I'll get to that one. Yeah, I get that okay. one. I love the fact that I'll come here. I'll come, I'll come over to you. Come over to me. I'll come over to you. Fuck <laughs> okay, that is. Okay, I'll give you that one. That is kind of <laughs> funny. But yeah. Um, so on TV, before the signal goes out, they say a 9.7 earthquake hits Los Angeles. There's rioting, looting, and martial law is in effect. So with that, these idiots try to lock down Franco's home by putting paintings on the doors and walls, but they don't do it right because the door isn't even sh- shut. They've got like bits of paintings on the door, but it's not even locked. I'm yeah. going, you, oh dear, oh dear. Uh, a news copter crash lands, sending its blade flying through Franco's window and cuts Robinson's finger. And this is how they realise they are nothing but useless, pampered actors who can't do anything for themselves. And I'm going, is that supposed to be funny? Because that whole pampered actor thing has been done to death, has it not been? Yeah, um, I guess Tropic Thunder did that best. Mm. Or they definitely did it best. I mean, do you like Tropic Thunder? To be honest, I've seen chunks of it, not the entire thing. So I can't okay. judge it. I mean, I've seen like bits and pieces here and there, but not the yeah, entire thing. I, I think that is like, as far as like that era of comedies, that 10-year stretch, that has to be like top three, like one of the best comedies of that time. But they kind of touch on that subject as well, as far as like pampered 
comedians, you know. Um, mm. Anyways. Mm. So, all the while, Franco is going completely insane as his hideous art is being destroyed to board up windows and doors. And I'm going, destroy it, for Frank's sake, it's horrible. They then take stock of all the supplies they've got left and quickly find themselves shit out of luck as they've got, what, 70 bottles of water and various other things, bananas yeah. and pizzas and, and the such, and one Milky Way, the Milky Bar, rather. Mm-hmm. I'm going... Oh my god! I was I like eating Milky Ways or Milky Bars. I keep on saying Milky Ways. This is British version. At the end of a party because it's my calming ritual. I'm like, really, <laughs> you pretentious. <laughs> so Franco pulls out a revolver from some shitty movie, as Jonah Hill mockingly plays with it. I'll go down here. Is it wrong? I was screaming at the TV for him to blow his head off with that gun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that joke wasn't. It didn't really land for me when I rewatched it. Um, God, I mean, I was going do it then, pull the fucking tracker. <laughs> oh my God, they're fighting over a Milky Way for crying out loud. I mean, it's a Milky Way, <laughs> nice chocolate, but it's a Milky <laughs> or Milky Bar even. I've got down here. I was asked once, what is the worst movie I have reviewed for this podcast? Now, for the longest time, it was Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and H2. But this thing is coming dangerously close to that. I mean... Uh, Oh, I don't know about that. Come mm, on now. I'm sorry, but... The the first five minutes of Halloween, come on, real, that that screaming kid and the... I'm going to face fucking... Oh, no, no, no. I don't mean that. I mean that this movie is anywhere near those two movies. Because I fucking hate... Rob Zombie's Halloweens. Like, you're preaching mm. to the choir here. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, this movie, give me this movie any day over Rob Zombie's Halloween 1, especially. I'm one of the few people that actually like his sequel a little more than his first one. Um, but mm. that's not a praising review. It's just how I feel. Mm. Um, anyways. Yeah, I think that's a whole other podcast we can get uh, to. Yeah, uh, I think Rob Zombie Halloween, or sorry, H two was the other movie I walked out of about back in again about ten minutes later. I was like, this is utter pretentious crap. This is a nice music video, yes, but a horror movie, no. With the whole glass coffin and the pumpkins and the whole white horse, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Better than Halloween ends. Well. Mm, I still haven't seen that yet because I can't justify spending, what was it, £17 to rent this thing? I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> I'll wait until it's cheaper. Because I've heard the reviews, I've watched a few YouTube videos on it and saying that it's a piece of absolute trash, so fuck paying £17 for it. So back to this man, they all decide to go to sleep, but none of them can sleep with the noise outside as mankind falls to pieces with the gunfire, the screams, the the fires, the demons, the blah, 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 blah. All but James Franco, because he's that much of a selfish twat. He's asleep in seconds. I'm like, oh. Seth and Jay fight in bed over if Franco's house is a perfect place to die. Or their place to die at all. Plus, Jay can't stand the people he's stuck with. He drops, he thinks it's judgment day. As Rogan thinks it's Terminator 2, and this debate goes on for 10 minutes, I'm going, this is not funny. 
we get it. Oh my god, it's Skynet. No, it's Terminator. No, it's not. Shut the fuck up. It's the end of days. Oh my god. I was like, oh, <laughs> God. So after another lame joke, the two are joined on a sofa bed as Jonah Hill sticks his ass in the middle of these two. And then there's an argument of how straight men sleep. What was it? Back to back or dick up? I'm like, spoon. <laughs> I don't know. I missed that part, but yeah. Yeah, they spend like two minutes arguing about how straight men sleep. Do they sleep back to back, ass to ass, or do they, do they spoon, or do they sleep with a, the dicks facing upwards? And I'm going, <laughs> this I don't is know. not funny. I've got down here, it's a surprise it took 32 minutes to do gay jokes. <laughs> I mean, dear, oh dear. Uh, so next morning, in dances, uh, while smoking a joint, Danny McBride, oh dear God, uh, apparently he broke character more than anybody on set. He was at least 18 to 20 odd takes per joke because he couldn't keep a straight face. I'm like, so you're as bad an actor as you are a writer then? Oh my God. Of course, he uses all supplies on himself because that's hilarious. <laughs> I go down here, 34 minutes in, and a gay joke start. Ooh, edgy. I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. As McBride basically calls them all a bunch of fags. And I'm going, really? You're going, oh, Franco, didn't suck anybody off last night? No, no, not tonight. I'm like, oh, my God. And shut up, you pretentious, what was it you called? Do you know how pretentious little, what the hell it was? And, da, 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 and I'm going, oh, my God. And he's doing a swell. You know what, though? I, I will say that, like, okay, I, I'm i a Danny McBride fan as, as an actor, um, but, like, it's it kind of works in the context of this movie because it is a movie about, like, pretentious actors hanging out, but then you have this guy that walks into the movie that's kind of calling them out on their bullshit, so... Mm. I appreciate it that way. Like when he's like, oh, shut the fuck up, Jonah. I'm Jonah. I have an earring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, that I off, mean, yeah. some of those moments are funny to me. Mm, mm. I love the fact how he's just sitting there wolfing down the food, shoving it in his gob, and they're going, stop eating, you fucking idiot. And he's going, ah, he's wolfing down the, the bacon. Yeah. He's <laughs> just like the 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 perfect fucking asshole of a person. Like, he just plays that role so well, but God. I don't know. And he doesn't believe the world has ended. Then someone tries to break into the place, and all McBride does is sit there and mock him as he gets decapitated. I've got him here. I want him dead now! Three exclamation marks. <laughs> so, and this poor guy gets his head cut off by an unseen demon so what did it do? Kick the head around the place and play soccer with it. Uh, was that funny to you? Um, not really. I I appreciated the special makeup effects work on that yes. severed head, but other than that, it was just mildly funny. Uh, not a highlight of the movie for me by any means. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to go for gross-out humour like that, the, this is not a patch on Evil Dead, or Evil Dead 2, or even Evil Dead 3 for that matter. I mean, 
it's like, oh, there's a big gay-headed head. Let's kick it around the place and pick it up and have blood split everywhere. Isn't that hilarious? No, <laughs> it's not. I mean, dear, oh dear. So they all run upstairs to see what's left of neighbourhoods. Not much. It's just a huge sinkhole and small fires. By the way, would the fires be burning all that time? Because it burns for the entirety of the movie. Pretty much. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I know there are like coal fires and I guess oil fires, like oil in the earth that those mm-hmm. would burn. But yeah, I don't know. I can't speak to the accuracy. Okay, okay. I'm not a geologist. So what to do? Wow, mess around because fuck this movie, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> So that night at dinner, and where the fuck did the food come from, by the way? They said they only had, what was it, two pizzas and various bits of food that was used up that morning. So where did the food come from? And where did the food come from the entire rest of the movie? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Bad writing, no. I didn't really pay attention to those details that much. Okay then, okay then. So Jay reads from the Bible for answers, uh, and they try to figure out what the fuck's happening. The rest mock him for James saying the, rap- the rapture has happened. And I'm going, but you saw the people getting sucked up to- into heaven, so how can you deny that? Uh, and cue a montage of these idiots trying to get along, including doing drug montage, all score to Gundam style, and I can't fucking stand that. Oh, stuff. dude, that moment. <sighs> Talk about dating a movie. Mm. It was like... They might as well just turn to the screen and said, hello, viewer. This movie came out in 2013. Yes. Remember this song? Yeah, let's look at us dancing like a bunch of twats. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, they then, sorry, then Rogan and Franco do Pineapple Express 2 using the 120, what was it, 27 hour? Was it called it? 127 hours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, camcorder, because Franco keeps all his own props. I'm going... Right to And this mock movie is just as lame as a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> so while circle jerking in smashes Emma Watson with a fire axe, and I'm surprised she didn't say, here's Hermione, because this movie <laughs> has movie references galore. And I was going, really, love, you've got a fire axe and you smash through a door and you don't say uh, the catchphrase. The uh, name of your sh- podcast. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. Here's Johnny Reviews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just, oh, my God. Uh, moving on. Uh, she tells them she hid in a storm drain for days and thinks it's zombies. I've done here just as movie needs fucking zombies. Oh, my God. So what's your thought on zombie movies? Zombie movies, um, I think they are done to death. No mm-hmm. pun intended. Um Train to Busan was really well done, um, but the whole concept of zombies, I'm just over at this mm-hmm. point. Like, mm-hmm. unless somebody comes out with something that's really unique and original, I just don't care for them anymore. I mean, I have Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead remake, which is one of my favorite zombie movies. Um you know, Shaun of the Dead. There's a lot of good yeah, zombie stuff. Return of Living Dead. <laughs> yeah, Return of the Living Dead. That's one of my favorites. Even the mm-hmm. sequel. Mm. Um, but as far as like 
new stuff, no, I just I I never got into The Walking Dead. No, oh, no, I just didn't care for it. No. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm just over it at this mm. point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched a documentary on horror and the history of horror, and they were saying horror has a life cycle as it goes round. So we start off with like zombies, vampires, werewolves, haunted house, then there's like spiritual stuff and supernatural stuff. Then it goes all back to other stuff, and I've added hmm. in a new curveball, aka torture porn, which I think should die immediately because torture porn is yeah. not scary; it's just disgusting. Yeah, um, I never really got into a lot of those movies. No, no. I mean, I saw Saw back when it first came out, and I liked that one because not for the gore factor, but for the fact it asks a question: What would you do to save your family? How far would you go to save your family members? That is, what mm-hmm. I liked. It's like it's asking a question: Would you kill somebody to save your family? Yeah. I mean, how far would you go to save someone you loved? That interests me. You know, this whole oh my god. They're getting to do this, this, and cutting his eyeball out and, and super going to seats and fucking putting hands and needles and this. I'm like, fuck off. Or actually go back to the whole ethical idea thing, which was, was the gem of the movie that I, I clung on to. I mean, mm. but, mm. so this is the whole bit where Jay tells the boys she might feel uncomfortable because the vibe they're giving off uh, rape jokes, really. I mean, uh yeah and i think i yeah i don't know i, I did kind of laugh when <sighs> danny mcbride was like he's talking about giving off kind of a rapey vibe like mm. he just <laughs> i don't know like he's such a fucking asshole and mm. I've got i can't help it I, I like that i like danny mcbride i can't help it okay. but <laughs> But I've got down here, I find it ironic Franco says he's not a rapist and would never rape. Oh, yeah, oh! that is funny. <laughs> that didn't age well, so... Mm-hmm. No, she, it did not. Uh, she overhears this thing because they're talking <clears throat> at full fucking the full volume. I'm going, she can hear you. It's only a thin door. I mean, just standing right in the middle of the hall. Yeah, why would they stand out in the middle of the hallway? Mm. I don't know. She swings her fire axe and clocks Rogan on the nose, breaking it instantly. She then steals all the booze and fucks off. <laughs> Give her your fucking booze. <laughs> she runs away. I'm like, what you got to do with the booze? Mm. Um, hours later, they figure over who will go to get water because they've now no water left because McBride drunk it all the previous night. So scenario. Out goes Robertson, tied with a power cord, and he's quickly attacked by an unseen demon. He tries to get back in, but the power cord was ran out or something like that. So Franco cuts it with a knife, which accidentally stabs Jay with in the leg. Which, by the way, that cut disappears about two scenes later. So I'm going, what was the point of stabbing him in the leg if he's yeah, moving on? That's continuity for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm. Then Franco just screams, the water's underneath us. It's directly under our feet. Oh, my God, we can get there, no bother. They then try to break through the floor using kitchen tools. And at that point, I was pretty much molesting the stop button going. (laughs) 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 So later at night, Craig comes to Jay to ask if the end of the world is actually happening. And they took up a plan 
to prove themselves worthy to get into heaven. Um, Danny Bright over here is that thing that calls a bunch of assholes or a turncoat, whatever it was. And I'm like, Kieran. So hours later, <laughs> Franco finds his porn mag covered in jizz and starts a fight with McBride. Yeah. And I've got down here. This is kind of funny, but <laughs> it, it's, is. Mm, it is. Who did this? <laughs> I did it. I did it, Franco. Why? Oh my god. I love the fact how Seth Rogen's standing there with his face completely drained of any emotion, going, This is awkward as fuck. Get me out of here. <laughs> and like later when they're arguing about water, he's like, Maybe if you weren't coming all the time, you'd be more hydrated. <laughs> oh my god. It continues that McBride has been jizzing on everything in the house. And cue a cum fight between him and Franco. I'm going, oh my god, I'm going to come over your fucking everywhere, I'm going to come in this, I'm going to yeah. come. He was oh. like, James Franco is like, like, didn't you learn how to come? Didn't your brothers teach you how to oh, come yes. in a sock or something? He's like, no, I was raised in a house of women. <laughs> I just shut my eyes and it sprays everywhere like a fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> just pray it doesn't get in your mouth. That's <laughs> great. Like yeah, that like that scene is fucking hilarious to me. I can't help it. I do have to say that, but because <laughs> well, fair enough, I'll give it that one, Jack. Yeah, it's just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Oh god, but yeah. So McBride then just walks off, leaving Jay to dig with Seth. Love the fact that I'm walking off. I can continue to walk. Just stop. Don't no, walk too far. No, I have to continue. <laughs> just walks off. I'm like you're yeah. a fucking asshole. It's like I've already walked too far. I I can't turn back. No. Oh my god. So they start to dig and out of nowhere they talk about how Jay got Seth Rogen to shit himself after eating twenty dollars worth of Taco Bell in a cinema. I'm going, is twenty dollars enough to make yourself shit yourself with Taco Bell? I don't know. Do you have Taco Bell in Scotland? Yes, there's one about five minutes from this house. But oh, really? I've never actually been in Taco Bell because I'm not a great fan of spice. So. Uh, so oh, okay. No. Yeah, I mean, there's what? I think there's 12 in the country, the entire country, that is, the entire of Britain, and two of them are in Scotland. Oh, wow. sorry, two of them in Glasgow. <laughs> oh, wow. So. Yeah, I don't, I mean, they're like on every street corner in America, pretty much. But like, I don't, I don't eat a whole lot of fast food. But, I mean, I, I've been to Taco Bell quite a bit, but you're not missing a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about the Taco Bell curse. If you eat too much of it, it runs a guts at you, basically, and you're shitting everywhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> mm. so, they then fall through the floor and find the water bottles in seconds. I love that one. I just fall through the floor and the water bottles are right there. I'm going, you could have had, like, a demon down there or a zombie or something down there to fight off. But no, they just go, oh, look, there's Franco's cardboard cutout of Spider-Man 3 and there's blah, 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 blah. And they go, there's the water bottle right there. I'm going, that's bad writing. You should have had something in there to fight off. Maybe, maybe not a celebrity like, I don't know, Rihanna. I mean, or somebody down there to fight off. Not just, oh, there's a cardboard cutout and this and that, da, da, da. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that was an opportunity for something to happen there. Yeah. 
Uh, but then you have a montage of them drinking water to yes. Snoop Dogg. Yes. Which is kind of cringy. Mm. Yeah. Look down here. Cue a water montage of them waste, wasting water. I mean, it doesn't make sense, Sean. A water montage of them wasting water. Mm. McBride starts another fight over wanting more water. I've got in here just die already. <laughs> oh my God. Franco <laughs> throws a gun as McBride wastes a whole office-sized bottle of water. The big gigantic uh, office water bottle thingies. He then plans to kill him that night. Franco, that is. So I'm going, that's a bit much. Why don't you just throw him out instead of shooting him? Uh, where was it? So cut to McBride guilt-tripping them after uh, they all tell him they want him out. And I've got in here, just kill him already. He's a... Mm. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he says he'll leave, but he wants a weapon. And with that, the idiot Franco hands him the one and only gun. Surprise! He shoots them all because he's that much of an asshole. Luckily, they're blanks. Yay. Yeah. It was kind of funny when uh, <clears throat> James Franco was, like, talking to the other guys. He's like, man, he's fucking gained weight since he got here. <laughs> yes. It's like, he was he's like, that motherfucker's got to go. He's got to go. Yeah. Got to go. <laughs> God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so with that, he finally... Uh, turns around calling them all fucking stupid idiots and then calls them schoolyard names. He walks off into the wildfires and I'm going, how are the fires still burning? It's maybe like, what, four weeks later or something like that? I mean, uh, oh, and if I got, there's the whole bit where they're doing video vlogs because they're using the camcorder and I'm going, what is this bloody real world? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Christ, yeah. big brother. God, it's so I did like that one part where um, I forgot where it was, but I think James Franco did like one of those video interviews and Danny McBride standing off in the distance. And he says, I hear everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it wasn't. So Jonah Hill then turns on Jay. So Jay just decks him. Is that like? Hill prays to God for help to get rid of Jay. So with that, a lust demon comes up from hell and rapes Jonah Hill because male rape is funny, haha, right? Mm. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm going, I love the fact how he's got a gigantic dick, but I love that. And he's going, oh no, don't don't touch me. And he wakes up with the scratches in his arms. Oh my God, it was real. And he gets possessed because I guess he had the unholy spirit in him then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so next day, they draw burnt matches uh, to see who was out to get more supplies. Rogan gets it, but he refuses to go out because, of course, he is, because fuck him. So Jay and Craig Robson goes out as they break into a neighbor's house. Meanwhile, Jonah Hill is possessed because this needs an excess reference. Franco gets the Milky Way <laughs> as he thinks it's an LBS attack. What the hell is LBS, by the way? Um, LBS, low blood sugar. Oh, right, okay then, okay then, good enough. Then. Yeah. But Hill won't open his mouth, so Franco spits it out and eats half of it. I'm going, that is fucking disgusting. The big glob of this half-chewed, oh, that's so gross. Oh, right. baby birding. Oh, that is just, just wrong. So back with Jay and Craig, they filled their bag with food, but Jay wants to stay put as Hill tells Franco and 
Rogan in a demonic voice. The end of days is here. Well, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Jay and Craig, sorry, Jay tells Craig he can't stand Seth Rogan anymore and he wants to stay in the house. As out of nowhere, a hellhound smashes through. It was like a fucking demon dog from Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's uh, what I was thinking. And then chasing him around the house and I'm going, God, that CGI looks like shit. <laughs> Yeah, there is some rough, uh, rough CGI. Yeah. Mm. So back with Jonah Hill, he Linder blares all over Franco and Rogan, and then throws him around the house with some natural strength. They then run and hide in a closet, GLC style on Halloween. Another hey. movie reference. Uh, they escape and fall down a flight of stairs as Jay and Craig return empty-handed, getting chased by the devil dog, which just disappears. So I'm like, what happened to the hellhounds? Yet more exorcist after Jay knocks Jonah Hill out of a baseball bat and then ties him to a bed. As downstairs, the idiots argue, is Jesus Christ the Lord and Saviour and don't take the name in vain? I'm going, oh my God, who wrote this bit? I mean, was this a bit on set? I, I don't know about you, Johnny, but I am not a religious man. Um... So, yeah, all all the kind of Jesus talk in this, while I don't think they actually mean it, it's, like, pretty eye-rolling, you know? Mm. It's like, yeah, I I don't know. Like, making this a plot, like, oh, like, Christianity is real and makes sense. Mm. That's the plot of the movie. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So then they argue if they are good people or not. Surprise! None of them are good people because they're all a bunch of fucking self-important arseholes, frankly. Now let's go out, cue another exorcist reference, as the four idiots try to exorcise the demon using kitchen utensils. I mean, what the fuck? As Jay screams, the power of Christ compels you! The power, I'm like, really? I mean, if you're going to do the whole do the rest of the thing, the blood of the martyrs and all that stuff, that I don't know, I go down here. I surprise this didn't rip. So this goes as well as repossessed. I surprise they didn't sing "Devil in the Blue Dress." Hmm. You're completely blank on that one. If you've seen repossessed, I haven't. No. Hmm. And I do have to say, like, <clears throat> once you're at like this point in the movie where it's pretty much from here on out like action based, you hmm. know, like getting chased by this CGI demon and. Mm. all this stuff like it's really not funny mm-hmm. like the the humor in the movie was the interaction between characters and the dialogue like mostly from the danny mcbride stuff i thought but from here on out it's just a lot of just a lot of action and mm. explosions and chases <clears throat> and uh and then the fucking backstreet boys show up and oh yes i've <laughs> comment about that one so, <laughs> but yeah we'll continue on um like i says but i was sold this as a comedy horror where's the horror one demon and one uh hellhound and that's it where's your horror i guess maybe a severed head but <laughs> other than that yeah like nothing about this screams horror at all like when people mm. mention this movie it's uh just people talk about it as a comedy. Mm. 
Anyway, like I said, so we possessed is a nineteen nineteen kids uh movie with uh Linda Blair and Lisa Nielsen ripping off the Exorcist. So uh-huh. it's dated because it's nineteen ninety, but it's still funny and it still works. I mean, I say give it a go if you've not seen it before. Um but like I said, it's pretty dated, but it is funny. Uh was now da 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 so uh, where was it? Jane Seth get into a fist fight and knock over a candle as Demonic Hill tells them that Jay's been in Los Angeles before and doesn't want to stay with Seth because he thinks Seth's a stoner and blah 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 blah. This sets fire to the bed. Jonah Hill is on as the now Demonic Hill is on fire. Chase him round the house and it sets the place alight. As they run out, the house burns down and a beam cuts off Jonah Hill's head. And he's dead. Then the, f- the house just falls to pieces. I'm like, one small fire. And the house just collapses. I'm like, you're in Los Angeles, mate. Hello. Earthquakes. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So now completely and utterly fucked. A doom demon reject stalks them. Craig says he'll distract it as the other ones run for it. So run to Franco's shitty little fucking car. Uh, what was it? A Tesla? Yeah, it was a Tesla. Um, he's about to take on the demon single-handedly with his little towel gun. Yay! <laughs> uh, and then he's taken up to heaven, leaving the three studies in Franco's car to argue. I should do it. They drive off to come for a plan to get into heaven by praising each other's good points. I'm going, really? You're going to blow each other in the back of this car trying to get into heaven? Too bad they're T-boned <laughs> by wild looters and about to be headed until the leader, McBride, comes out of an SUV. I'm going to hear, what is this? Blunderdome? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I didn't re... So, I rewatched both of, most of this movie today, but up until this point, this is where I had to, like, go to work and do stuff. So, you'll have to, like, fill me in along the way. But you're like, yeah, isn't... um uh Channing Tatum like oh, yeah. one of the yes, one I'll of the little yeah McBride has a gimp on a leash and it's Channing yes. Tatum who he <laughs> butt fucks it well dudes I'm like oh fuck off uh, I, I can do what I want because I'm I'm a killer I'm a cannibal I'm this and that this thing, and I can fuck people anyway I want to and I'm like god almighty Franco plans to bum rush McBride so that Seth can get away and hopes he'll be up to heaven McBride wants to eat them because he's now cannibalistic well he did feast on the corpse of fucking Halloween so yeah he then I don't know takes on Franco as Franco gets took up to heaven but Franco's much of an asshole he gets rejected because he gives him the the fingers and I'm like oh my god the double deuces and I'm going oh my god he then gets ripped apart by McBride's gang as the rest of them give chase to Jane Seth I've got in here, I swear to fuck, if this is a drug-fueled nightmare, I'm done. Because I had a sneaky feeling that this was all them lying on the couch, stoned at their tits, and this is all like a, uh. a mind trip thing. Because I said this is the first time I watched this thing, was watching this, I'm going, this better be a fucking, oops, this is a mistake, sort of crap. Oh, this, this, is the fir- this is the first time you ever saw this? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh my God. So the hide and rubble, 
and in the slam, Franco would be a complete utter dickhead, as a huge Lucifer stopped football today. I love the fact that that guy's got a gigantic cock on him too. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is with these giant dicks? Anyway. Yeah. Um, Jay tells Seth he loves him, so he's taken up to heaven. Seth grabs onto his ankle, but it's too heavy and pulls him back down to earth into Satan's hands. As Whitney Houston plays I Will Always Love You. Oh my God. Seth lets go and falls into the devil's mouth. And nope, he's stuck down to heaven next. I've got down here, who the fuck wrote this crap? I mean, <laughs> apparently that was supposed to be, uh, what was it, Purple Rain? But oh. they couldn't get the rights to it, so they used Whitney Houston, because she recently oh. died. So that was their nod to Whitney Houston. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, well. That's interesting. I know what's going I mean, would yeah. Purple Rain work in this that scenario? Uh, uh, I don't know. I think Purple Rain's a better song, personally. Mm. If you ask me, like, which one do I want to listen to right now, I'd definitely say Prince. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Where the fuck did um the Backstreet Boys come into all this? Oh, I'm getting that. I'm getting to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hold your horses, mate. I mean, yeah. Um, so now Give me that BSB, bro. <laughs> God. Oh my God, moving on. So now in heaven, Spirit in the Sky by T Rex. Was it T Rex done Spirit in the Sky? Oh, yeah. Who did do that song? Spirit in the Sky. I don't think that was T Rex. I thought T Rex was like more like kind of artsy rock. No, Let me look oh, it up. They were glam quick. rock. T Rex was glam rock. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll look it up right now. Um, Norman Greenbaum. Eh, that's completely wrong with that one then. <laughs> yeah, we were very wrong. <laughs> Came out but in 1969. Anyway. Yeah, right. Okay then. Okay then. So they both skipped to camera because they're now gay. Apparently, I'm like, where did that one come from? Because they're all about girls and stuff. Next minute, they're loving each other and. Because, uh, haha, gay, right? You know, mm. get it? <laughs> mm. Craig walks out of the pearly gates. He's an angel. And he goes, you're both angels. Ping! And they get the hail around their heads. And I'm going, oh, sweet mother. Through the pearly <laughs> gates, they go to heaven's pool party. Because, of course, there's a pool party in heaven. And, of course, there's weed. Because why would there be weed in heaven? Seth wishes for a segue. As Jay wishes for the Backstreet Boys to play. I throw a remote at the TV and have a mental breakdown rocking in the corner as my eyes have rolled so fucking much during this movie. They're strained. I swear to God, I was fucking sitting there going, kill me, <laughs> make it stop. <laughs> uh, cue line dancing as I throw up as Backstreet Boys sing, uh, what was it, Everybody Rock yeah, Out? Oh my God. And I wonder what I did wrong in this life. As credits mercilessly roll to Black Sabbath, uh, which I have no idea what that song is, because yeah. so that was this is the end. I would rather have my balls stretched two feet off my body, chewed by rabid honey badgers. Holy shit! While being forced clockwork orc, uh, orc, orc clockwork orange style, watching the opening cre- uh, the opening five minutes of Rob Zombie's Halloween. 24-7 on a loop while getting my fingernails pulled out one millimetre at a time with fucking pickup trucks then watch this shit again this <laughs> fucker is p- 
painful to watch. And Johnny had all that written down. He was reading that <laughs> off his page. So that's that's how you know that he really meant it. I got to say, man, I I didn't have the same hatred for this movie as you, but now that I really think about it, it's it's not something I would recommend. Somebody was like, hey, what's a funny movie to watch? I wouldn't recommend this one. It doesn't hold up very well. It worked better back in the day, but now it just does come off a little pretentious. And yeah, I don't know. A lot of the humor just doesn't hold up. So I said, I get sold this was a comedy horror with a stoner comedy twist, which I thought, well, it would work. But no, this is like one, two horror scenes and it's all stoner, pretentious. Oh, look at these funny actors being a bunch of dickheads to each other. Isn't this hilarious? Oh my God. It's like, no, this doesn't work as a comedy. Yeah, I guess just the concept of this movie, like, okay, what if it's us, a bunch of actors in a house, like, and we, and it's like, you know, just us playing off each other because we're so hilarious and we're so interesting. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, it is a bit pretentious um, as opposed to like just. Um, do you think this movie would have worked better if it was like Seth Rogen is this other guy and Jay Baruchel and Jonah Hill, they're different characters. They're acting as these mm. other characters as opposed to like, oh, no, it's just us as people because mm. we're I, so fucking hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, six asshole stoners stuck in a house as the apocalypse happened around them. That might work. But it's the sheer fact that, oh, my God, we're so hilarious because we're taking the piss out of ourselves. And look at me be pretentious with my art. And look at me being a stoner. And, and I'm this asshole. I'm a greedy bastard. And I do this and I do what I want sort of scenario. And I'm a, a serial killer sort of thing. And honestly, I've got a cannibal. Well, I suppose a serial killer. And I'll do what I want sort of stuff. It's going, yeah, you are. No, it's not working. This should have been written down, not as, here's the synopsis, five actors stuck in a house and doing an apocalypse, go! And there's no, there's no, like, skeleton to it, sort of thing. It's just, like, there's no flesh or other. It's just a skeleton idea. It's like, where's, because like I said, 70% of this stuff is made up on the spot. It was all ad-libbed. Yeah. So, mm, apparently, uh, Seth Rogen would push all the actors to their maximum extreme. And the only person that he couldn't break was uh shit i can't remember what's one of the actors they couldn't break there's some had limits it's like no no no, we can't do that one and apparently the easiest to break was mcbride he was hmm. oh my god no we can't do this we can't do this we can't do this but he portrays himself as this ultimate asshole sort of thing so mm. well i gotta say like the mvp of this movie for me is danny mcbride um just because he's kind of the only guy that's not playing himself, I guess. And mm. he's just sort of calling everybody out on their pretentious bullshit. Yeah, that's what but, I was. Uh, A lot of the James Franco stuff does not hold up, considering mm. everything that's came out about him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, this... It, it doesn't really work in the long run for me. Like, I, I don't hate it as much as you, but, yeah. 
I mean, I was thinking about the whole end rant, but as this goes through this movie, it was what would I rather do than watch this again? And I come up with the whole Clockwork Orange thing and watching Raw Zombies Halloween and get my fingernails pulled off by fucking four by four by um trucks sort of scenario when yeah. what else do I have done here? Rabid honey badgers. I mean Rabid <laughs> honey badgers. <laughs> but anyway, um let's just score this thing out of ten. So what would you give it? Out of ten, uh I'm not gonna be so harsh on it. I think if you watch this movie knowing that it's a mindless, stupid comedy. I've never heard anybody describe this as comedy horror, ever. I've mm. never, you know, doing a horror podcast, I've literally never heard this mentioned at all as being, like, comedy horror mm. um, in the same way that, like, Shaun of the Dead or something is. Um, just as a straight-up comedy, I will give it a, a 6 out of 10. Okay. I mean, originally I've got down here minus 10 out of 10, but that's just ridiculous. <laughs> so I'll be generous and give this thing, I don't know, a zero out of 10. I mean, oh shit. That's taking it from minus 10 to zero. So that's the oh, whole. Okay, so you're being generous. I mean, because some of the CGI works, some of it is shit. Some of the jokes yeah. land, some of them are over the shot. I like the fact that Seth Rogen takes the piss out of himself and he knows he's a one-trick pony. And I'm guessing mm-hmm. this was his way of quote, quote, expanding his range. But, uh, but... But he really doesn't, though. Not mm. in this movie. No, 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 no. So... And um, I have nothing personal against Seth Rogen. By all accounts, he seems like a decent guy. And um, mm. although that his shtick has kind of worn a little thin at this point as along with a lot of the actors in this movie like yeah dude you gotta watch that jonah hill trailer with eddie murphy this Mm. new netflix movie that's coming out it's so bizarrely awkward Mm. it's almost like you remember the monsters trailer Uh, yes yes in the same way where you're like is this fucking real my God. <laughs> it almost <laughs> felt like that. It was like, wait, this is a real movie? Like, are they, this is real. Hmm. So. Hmm. I don't know, maybe it's been Netflix do stuff like that because I watched that uh, Adam Sandler's Hubie Halloween and mm-hmm. that is all over the show. But it kind of works if you squint, if you give it a chance. And uh, I'm not sure. But it's to be Netflix promotes their movies it's like isn't it hilarious he's got like a flask can do everything it's got like a grappling hook and it can make it a, a telescope in this market and, a, and isn't it funny he gets harassed by the the, the little brats on the street all wearing ghost face masks Ooh, hilarious i'm going mm, it's not um you know what as far as like newer adam sandler movies go I kind of enjoyed Hubie Halloween a little Mm -hmm. bit. I mean, it's very fucking stupid. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. remove your brain before you watch this movie. But, like, the set decoration on that movie was Mm -hmm. so good. Like, Mm -hmm. whoever was, like, dressing up those sets and there's jack-o'-lanterns everywhere. Like, it does have good atmosphere. And it's entertaining enough to where I can watch it and be like, okay, well, this is 
entertaining in a fun way. It's very fucking stupid, but it's yes, entertaining yes. at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's short and well, relatively short and sweet. I would say. Yeah. But it's not like, oh my god, must watch this thing. It's like, oh sure, yeah. St- stick it on during Halloween as kids are knocking at the door, going trick or treat, and just let it play. It's not a scenario. I mean, it's, exactly. It's, it's the same as um, what's that other one? Uh, oh my god, shit. The Wayne Brothers did a version of it, kind of. No, 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 no. This it was last Halloween, actually, this Halloween. And I can't remember what it was called. I mean, watching it, I was this is should be Halloween. It's basically mm. the same. It's actually it's the same premise as Hocus Pocus 2, where uh, Witch's Curse comes back to the town, sort of scenario. Da, 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 da. I'm going, this is Huey Halloween, but made for a specific audience, sort of thing. Mm. Uh, I think it was called The Curse of River or something it was called. The fuck it was called. But yeah, I watched it at Halloween, and that was one reason why I cancelled Netflix. I went, God. They're ripping off their own movies, so hmm. yeah. So um, so how are you feeling, man? This is episode four hundred. Mm. This is the this is the final one. Like you've reached the finish line. Is this? Uh, how are you feeling, dude? I don't know. I mean, I thought this was going to be an awkward movie to get through, awkward podcast rather to get through, because oh my god, it's four hundred of them. But it's just like it's four hundred. Eh, <laughs> you know. Sure. Um, I mean, after all the movies I've watched, all the the franchises I've covered, all the crap I get put up for, for hating on various things, and for telling the truth about various things, I'm like, this is it. This is the end of this podcast. And I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever, this is a weird thought that I have, maybe you can relate to this as a podcaster. Um, this is going to sound very pretentious, probably. But, like, if you were to die tomorrow, like, mm. your friends and everything, they would have all these hours to mm. listen to you ramble about yeah. this and that. and Or, like, even people that you haven't even met yet. Mm. Like, even 10, 20 30 years if the world's still around by then, they, they can listen to you and me talk shit yeah. about this is the end. It's yeah. kind of kind of a weird thought, right? I suppose that's true. I mean, I had that thought last night in bed. I think to myself, this will be my, oh God, 456th podcast counting my other podcasts and counting my guests on various other podcasts, mm-hmm. I'm going, there's a lot of me out there. So somehow people like it. So, eh. But I'm yeah. not sure. Like I say, is, uh, but I was, I was going to ask you, of all the stuff you've covered, have you actually had any celebrity have a go at you for your thoughts on their movie or their acting or whatever it was? Have I ever had any what go at Any me? celebrity. Celebrity. Yeah. Uh, no, no celebrities. Um, I'm sure there are people that listen to the podcast that they might disagree with what I'm saying, but I always try to make it a point to say, like, I'm just a dude talking about fucking movies. Mm-hmm. Like, 
if you disagree with me, that's fine. Like everything is subjective. You can think what you want, but always try to be, I never try to be like, Hey, if you like this movie, you're fucking dumb, you know, Mm. except maybe like Halloween ends. But like, (laughs) other than that, no, I'm kidding. Mm. (laughs) But like, other than the, no, I've never had like, thankfully too much negativity come my way. Uh, through the podcast because I try not to express my opinions in a hateful or hopefully not like too negative way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about no, you? I've, Have you ever had anybody had be like, hey, fuck one, you? One actor came to me years ago when I'd done Hellraiser and slagged off the ridiculous Cinnabikes and the actor that played Butterball had a go at me on Twitter about slagging him off i'm going really mate i mean uh, you're sitting what, there. the new hellraiser no 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 the original hellraiser the 80 oh shit so the actor <clears throat> that played butterball i think it was now the fat one um had to go to me saying oh how dare you this did it i was like it's a fucking podcast it's my thoughts on this movie and if you're so fucking butthurt you're hunting down reviews for your movie then take the fucking criticism <laughs> sort of do with me uh, so uh, it's ridiculous well, that's kind of that's kind of cool though mm, i suppose i suppose <laughs> i guess did you see the new hellraiser no no i heard it's after trash but i mean i heard it's cheap and dude tacky. A, a lot of people liked it i nearly fell asleep watching i was so goddamn bored <laughs> dude i had to like i had to take a break during that movie i was like oh fuck I gotta walk around for a bit. I'm about to fall asleep here. It was like just, I don't know. But hey, man, people like it, then they like it. Yeah, fair know. enough. Fair enough. It's very true. Right then, let's uh, wrap this thing up. So I want to thank you for listening. If this is your first or indeed 400th podcast, now I also want to thank all of my guests from Martin from Bad Wolf Podcast, from Mike from uh, Graveyard Shift podcast, even my old co-host Eric from The Fun Factor and my co-host for Two Geeks Talk Movies, Joe. And I want to especially thank Phil for helping me covering this movie as I shit over this thing. <laughs> hey, man. It's it's, a, it's an absolute honour to be here. Yeah, Phil, thanks. As I said, this, this. this is... Oh, my God. All I can say is goodbye, and remember, I watch these movies soon and have to. Bye. <laughs>